Hey everybody, Checkers and Wreckers, Victory Lab, KFGO.com. It's been a little while, but we are back for another wild, wild episode. I've got Corey Litton here with me. That's me. Yes, it is. Uh, yeah, it's been a, a few weeks. We're kind of in a slower time of the year, but... Right, it's not like nothing happened. Yeah, well, exactly, <laughs> exactly. So, uh, yeah, it is uh, Friday, December the 8th, 2023. So, Corey, what's happened since last time? Well, uh, Friday, November 10th through Saturday, November 11th was the NX Dirt Nationals at the Fayetteville Motor Speedway in Fayetteville, North Carolina. Several region of our region's uh, Legends drivers made the trek out east to Fayetteville to see where they stack up against the best in the country on dirt. In the Young Lions division, that was won by Cleveland, North Carolina's Ryan Zima with Mandan's Ty Olson finishing in the fourth spot. Uh, Ty Olson's really been coming coming along this last year, and, and uh, it showed there right, with that fourth place finish. Uh, Mapleton's Evan Henriksen passed 12 cars to win in the semi-pro division. We talked to him a few months back. Mm-hmm. Um, and actually, he finished second, but the winner was disqualified for uh, illegal uh, parts on the on the on that legend car. So he... Uh, that, that gave the win over to uh, Evan Henriksen. Moorhead, Moorhead's Cody Mackhart passed eight cars to finish in the 12th spot. Uh, then uh, Ocean Isle, North Carolina's Landon Lewis won in the Pro Division. Uh, Lincoln, North Dakota's Preston Martin, a minion machine, he finished in uh, seventh spot. Uh, Ulan's uh, Ryan Brasseth finished in fourth, uh, and his brother Alex Brasseth finished in 20th. Uh, in the Masters division, that was won by Pixton, New South Wales, Glenn Mitchell with Pelican Rapids, Scott Richardson. Glenn Mitchell, he might be from New South Wales, uh, Australia, but he's pretty much a local now. He races <laughs> he races every uh, racetrack in the area pretty much, so uh, we'll claim him as one of our own. Do you pick up a good Norwegian accent by now? <laughs> no, it still sounds, oh, like, okay. it still sounds Australian. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Pelican Rapids, Scotty Richardson, the Blind Squirrel, passed nine cars to finish in second. Jamestown's Michael King finished in 12th, and Glidden's David Sogi, uh, he finished in the 24th spot. The funny thing is with, with uh, David Sogi jumping into racing, mm-hmm. his grandson is Cody Mackart. He also has had two sons that have raced. I believe he did not race until this year. So he became a first generation, third generation racer, basically. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> uh, yeah, he uh, he picked up racing. I think his number is seventy because uh, I don't know. Uh, I, I don't know exactly what the number is for. I think he just put a zero behind one of Cody Mackart's uh, number sevens uh, bodies on there. And yeah, he finished in twenty fourth, uh, which is good news. I mean, it, it it takes a lot to get behind the wheel, let alone when you're a grandfather. Sure. Um, yeah. <laughs> I imagine so, so. It was pretty pretty <laughs> impressive. He yeah, he finished in the 24th spot. Okay. Um we had some uh big news going on in the area here. Um Yeah, this is uh this is wild here. Yeah, it's been quite the shakeup. Our silly season has really been picking up and it's it's been very uh very interesting to be around. Uh the Bitkers by Cheyenne Speedway. Announced on Wednesday, November 29th, Jake and Charnel Bitker, along with Nick Skalicki, have taken over the uh, Cheyenne Speedway in Lisbon. Benji Fromke, the, the promoter from the last six years, has uh, seen steady growth with, uh, with making a lot of several several improvements over the years, and he is very eager to pass the torch on to the Bitkers and Skalicki, who already operate Norman County Raceway in Ada, Red River Valley Speedway in West Fargo, and Skalicki also promotes the Red River Kart Club here in West Fargo. Uh, schedule sh- should be uh, coming out here at a later date. And some other big news here in our region. John Gartner sold the Dakota Classic Modified Tour. Wow. 
Uh, on December 4th, the announcement was made in the Facebook page for the uh, Dakota Classic Modified Tour that John Gartner, who has directed the tour since its birth 34 years ago, has sold the tour to a promoter group made up of all the member tracks. Those tracks include the Jamestown Speedway, Nodak Speedway in Minot, Estevan Motor Speedway in Estevan, Saskatchewan, uh, Williston Basin Speedway, Southwest Speedway in Dickinson, and the Dakota Speedway in Mandan. More announcements about officials payouts and sponsorships to come uh, and you know that's to kind of re uh, uh touch on this a little bit more i mean it's always been a, a pleasure to be a part of the dakota mod tour and one of the biggest figures obviously is john gartner and it, it's been an absolute pleasure to work with him the last several years and uh it's going to be sad to not see him out there uh no uh no word yet on if he uh is retiring his moccasins. Um, <laughs> so we, we have this bit that uh, Chad Meyer, the other announcer, and I started during this uh, during the tour. Um, so they do a thing where um, all drivers uh, will uh, do a parade lap with their state's flag. Uh, okay. The Canadian drivers will have a Canadian flag. And, um, well, you got to get those flags out of the car afterwards. So while they're in formation, there's usually two lines of people, and they're pulling the flags out of the car, you know, getting it handed to them as the drivers come by. Uh Well, I noticed that there was a sense of urgency in one of the lanes from someone pulling the flags as opposed to the other one. So I started calling it as a race. (laughs) Um, (laughs) And I I forget what year this happened. This started up. um, And Chad and I both now get it very interesting. We've come up with stats. Um, (laughs) We've... uh, and John Gartner is the all-time winner in the uh, in the all-time wins list for for the flag race, but he would change from regular like tennis shoes to moccasins. <laughs> we haven't figured out why if there's a if there's a weight advantage or what, but it, he it, he won a lot. I think he only lost maybe one or two times total, but uh, yeah, that's <laughs> uh, it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be really. Uh, Really different around the. Uh, I I I suspect everybody though on the board. I mean, obviously, they're friendly enough to now get along, and <laughs> we're it's it, you're not going to get a bunch of people together in a room and uh, be able to you know make John Gartner or have John Gartner say, okay, yeah, I'll mm-hmm. give you the I'll give you the the power. Sure, you, this is this is yours now. You guys keep up the good work. Mm-hmm. And uh, so obviously they got to have their ducks in a row enough to uh, be able to take over for, for John. But I mean, it's going to be, there's, there's going to be a big void out there, not having John out there every week. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, moving on. NASCAR silly season has gotten rather silly. Yeah. <laughs> since we talked last. Well, I mean, Stuart Haas Racing has announced that Eric Almarola is out at SHR. His replacement will be Noah Gregson. Mm-hmm. Also, no uh, word on if he's bringing his bowl cut with him. <laughs> but hey, he's Likely. he's going to be on a bigger team and have a chance to hit um, Ross Chastain a few more times. Uh, we'll see yeah. if that rivalry gets <laughs> more heated. He, he, he heats up again. Yeah, it might. <laughs> so here's where it gets really silly, though. You sent me a message uh, a week or so back about NASCAR's broadcast schedule. For that's, next year, that's right. They have finalized their broadcast deals. It's a seven-year deal, from what I I, I read. Okay. Uh, Fox gets. Hold on, hold on. Okay. Get out your pen and your paper. All right. Uh, I'm going to try to do this without making my my head explode. <laughs> um. And take notes, right. ladies and gentlemen. Take notes. Okay. So Fox gets the first 14 races. 
But what Fox does is they're going to have five racing, five races on Fox, nine races on FS1. Are you still following me? I hope so. Okay, that's where it's the easy one. <laughs> yeah, that one's not a big deal. It's this middle uh, ten races here. Yeah, Amazon gets the next five. Okay, with TNT, Bleacher Report, and HBO to get the next five also. After that, okay. Um, so, so what's going on where? So that means we're going to be watching on a streaming service for but mid-season. Bleacher Report. I, I, you know, I've read their stuff. I've followed what they do. I did not know until you messaged me that they have a streaming service. I had no right. idea. Um, yeah, I believe they do it through their app. Um, I know they have BleacherReport.com. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've watched uh, I've watched some like professional wrestling on it. Like okay. they, they had a- sure. AEW on there before AEW really got their TV deal. Okay. Which kind of explains a little bit why TNT is a part of it because that's a Turner Network thing. Yep. So, yeah. Uh, it, but yeah, TNT, Bleacher Report, and HBO get the next five. So we're sitting at, where are we at? Uh, 24. 24. Then NBC gets the final 14. Uh, Four of those races will be on NBC, 10 on USA. Okay. Um, So to recap, Fox gets the first 14 split between Fox and FS1. Amazon gets the next five after that. The next five after that go to TNT, Bleacher Report, and HBO. And then NBC gets the final 14, which will be split between NBC and USA. Right. Four okay. on NBC, ten on USA. Yeah, and so, I don't imagine that they're going to have the first four of those fourteen on NBC, and then the no. last ten on USA. It's going to check your local listings. I would say, <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. So, out of all the races in this one, only nine of them are on you know the the main ones, the network TV. Right. The rest of them are all on either a streaming service or on a secondary channel that is based in the same family, but is on cable. Right. To to break it down and to just be honest, you're going to have to pay for them right. if you want them. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Yes. Okay. All right. So HBO and um, and Max, or excuse me, Amazon will get practice in qualifying for the fir- first half of the year, except for the Clash, uh, the 500, and the All-Star Race. Um, HBO Max and True TV will get the second half. True TV. True TV, mm-hmm. which is a TV station. I know it is. <laughs> <laughs> but typically that's not the type of... Is it because of Ross Chastain and Noah Greg- Gregson that they're having it on True TV? Because all I've ever seen <laughs> is true crime on True TV. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, that could be a thing. <laughs> that could definitely be a thing. All right, I'm sorry. I'm salty about this. I apologize. <laughs> Uh, the Xfinity series will be on CW, um, which I imagine is going to be, they're going to be interrupting re- uh, replays of, mm-hmm. uh, reruns of Buffy the Vampire Slayer and Angel, I think. Yeah. Um, <laughs> then uh, then Trucks will be on, the CW. On, <laughs> on Fox and FS1. All right. <laughs> so I very quickly, I'll just get this over with. Okay. I, it, it grinds me a little bit. I mean... So I am 45. I'm at the the tail end of the Gen X uh, generation, right? I can figure this out. Where do I got to go? I can watch it. You know, just tell me where I need to be. But if you're in a boomer generation, this is going to give them all sorts of headaches. Right. 
I mean, I, I know a lot of my family members like to watch, especially in the Saturday races, they watch it, watch it at the lake. Yeah. So uh, for that, you got to walk up to our cabin to go watch it. Uh-huh. Um, they're not going to be watching it on their phones at the at no. the campfire or anything like that. So I, I do know that uh, I believe Duffy's has a, a big NASCAR crowd. Yeah. Right? And how does this affect you, especially with the HBO and the Amazon and the Bleacher Report streaming? What does that do for the people who say, hey, let's go to Duffy's watch the race today? You know, it's going to make it a lot more interesting um, because I, I know most of the our, our, our NASCAR follower are the boomer generation. Mm-hmm. Um, so um, it, it, not a lot of younger kids that know how to use this stuff are going to be watching it on their phones in the bar. Right. Uh, if you go to the bar and sit and watch on your phone, I mean, you're probably going to be sitting by yourself. Uh, yeah. You're not going to be yep. hanging out with friends and, and having fun or whatnot. Right. But uh, yeah, I, I don't know. We'll have to find a way to get it on the TVs that way. But yeah, yeah. I mean, buy a bunch of smart TVs and cast it up there. I guess. Last time I checked, I don't have an HBO subscription. <laughs> um, no, I don't either. I don't have a Bleacher Report subscription or anything like that either. How about an Amazon Prime subscription? Mm, I do have one of those. Okay. And so does my brother. So okay. I and he runs the bar. So okay. <laughs> See, um, I just clean it. Um, yeah, but what a I mean, what a pain! <laughs> it, what a pain in the neck! I mean, uh, uh, you know, Duffy's is a, a great place to go and hang out with people and you've got the those things on in the background. I've watched football games over there, things like that. Your more traditional sports bars though, what a headache. Because people right. are gonna say, hey, let's go to here or there to watch this or that. And then I mean, are they gonna walk in and be like, well sorry guys, we don't have HBO Max. No, they're probably gonna have to get an HBO Max subscription. And you know, and like like we were saying earlier on this one, five races Amongst three different, uh, or amongst the two streaming services, mm-hmm. um, that's also including TNT. So yeah. who's to say that there's not going to be three races on TNT, and then one on Bleacher Report and one on H- HBO? Yeah. Um, so or, that means you're buying a subscription for one race. For one race. Yep. At the most, possibly three. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, that's that's the interesting thing about that because I mean, obviously, if they're mentioned, they got to get at least one. Yeah. So that eliminates three races total out of the whole thing, and at, yeah, at the most, possibly three races for the streaming for one streaming service. Right. Yeah. Yep. All right. Enough kvetching. What's <laughs> going on with the sprint cars? Uh, the uh, World of Outlaws announced that they have a 86-night schedule this year, starting at Volusia Speedway Park on February 7th and ending at the World Finals at the Dirt Track at Charlotte on November 9th. Locally, there are two swings through the region. The first one is Friday, June 7th at the River City Speedway in Grand Forks and Saturday, June 8th at the Ogilvy Raceway, which last year's race was pretty fun. Um, so I imagine it'll be just as fun this year. Uh, the second swing starts Friday, August 16th, and, uh, and then goes through Saturday, August 17th um, at the Jackson Motorplex in Jackson, Minnesota. Then Friday, August 23rd, they'll be at the River City Speedway. Saturday, August 24th at the Red River Valley Speedway. And then Saturday, August 31st through Sunday, September 1st, that's the Houston's High Bank Nationals at the Houston Speedway in Brandon, South Dakota. All races for there will be live on Dirt Vision. Um, the High Limit Series also announced their schedule featuring 60 races and paying $4 million to win. Wow. $4 million to win on dirt. Uh, their season starts at the famed East Bay Raceway Park on February 12th 
and will end at the Texas Motor Speedway on October 13th. Currently, the only racing that has been going on at the Texas Motor Speedway dirt track has been on the World of Outlaws video game. <laughs> uh, it was open for a couple years. Uh, there, are, there will also be 11 mid, midweek money dates with $100,000 in the point fund for that one. Uh, that's 100000 to win the point yeah. fund for the midweek money. Uh, all races will be live on Flow Racing. No real uh, close encounters for the High Limit Series in our in our region, but stay tuned on that one. You never know. They still have a few dates open. Uh, with the news from the High Limit Series going directly against the World of Outlaws this season, especially after the acquisition of the All-Stars, the uh, divide amongst the top level of sprint car racing has caused a silly season of its own. <laughs> um, recently, it was announced that Brad Sweet, Casey Kane, Rico Abreu, Jacob Allen, and Justin Peck have all signed with the High Limit Series to be, to run full-time with uh, them and go for the points in that one. So World of Outlaws are losing their five-time defending champion wow. to this series. Of course, he owns it, too. So, the, <laughs> And his, his team owner, Casey Kane, going with him. Uh, Rico Abreu was the was one of the top runners in that one, so it doesn't surprise me that he's going to stick with that series, especially with a lot of the tracks uh, being in his kind of his home area too. Mm-hmm. Um, along with it, uh, they're getting Port Royal Speedway as they have dropped out of the World of Outlaws. They are now going strictly with the High Limit Series, so Port Royal Speedway is uh, is going there, and they also poached uh, the World of Outlaw <laughs> pit reporter Chase Rodman. And he'll be a lead commentary guy, so he's going from the pits to the booth. Yeah. Um, and I've I've had the chance to meet Chase a couple of times. He's he's a super nice guy, so uh, I I feel good for him on this one, mm-hmm. getting that uh getting that opportunity. Well, yeah, if it, I mean, if it's a good career move, you got to do it, right? I mean, you and Johnny Gibson is the type of person that he he's you're going to have to take him out of the booth kicking and screaming. He's not going to just take a night off. Right. He is he is that committed to uh his his craft and to the position that he's had. I think there's only been a couple of times where he hasn't been able to to do it, but other than that it's been straight through for the entire time that he's been working there. So you're not I mean, you're going to have to wait for him literally to die for to give up that spot. <laughs> And yeah, this is—it's a great move for Chase to move up into the into the booth. I didn't even know he had aspirations to make it that high, but you know, he's moving up into the booth, and yeah, and uh, good, good luck for him. I feel good for him. Uh, good luck to him. Yeah. Um, but committing to the Outlaws this season, which this is a weird thing too, is listening, seeing all the Facebook posts of staying with the Outlaws or going to the high limits. Mm-hmm. And it's we have David Gravel, Geo Selzy, and Logan Schuhart. Logan Schuhart is also. Um, Jacob Allen's teammate. Oh, so that's it. That's the interesting thing is watching them, seeing them kind of split up. Yeah, that is really weird. Uh, but yeah, it's been kind of like, um, you know, watching like the live golf situation uh-huh. along with the regular golf, yeah. um, seeing who's going to jump to which side. Right. It's also quite a bit like, uh, watching the Monday night wars yeah. from back in the nineties. Yeah. Well, you know, and, like, and my God, it's sting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's. You know, uh, it makes for good TV. It's made for very interesting content throughout the year. Usually by now, I mean, most people aren't doing anything. Right. They're just kind of waiting for Christmas and just making sure you're working in the shop in the off season. And now it's like, now who's going to go where? Um, you know, as an aside, this has nothing to do with wrestling, but you brought it up. <laughs> I think... And this is going to give people a little insight into how my brain works here. 
I think Vince McMahon bought WCW at the beginning of the Monday Night Wars. I don't know. Um, he might have bought into it, but... Or maybe or bought into it. it, it he it, certainly started sending people over there that were, yeah. that were there to completely destroy it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Vince it, Russo. Yep. Oh. And and uh, uh, and and the other thing is, uh, I am a believer that the Montreal screw job was a complete work. Absolutely, that's a work. That's where I'm at. That's where I'm at. It's an absolute work. Uh, all right, sorry. That was. <laughs> I'm, uh, to- I'm with you on that to- one. T- totally off base there. This is why everybody called <laughs> Formula One. <laughs> right. Okay. We're well, going back to racing. We could have. We could have probably talked for about two hours uh, in that I think one. We could have. You got a, you got that real job to get to here. Um, all right. So Sunday, November night, November eighteenth is uh, the Las Vegas uh, version of the United States Grand Prix, the third one to run in America this year. Three hundred and fifteen thousand fans showed up to watch Max Verstappen take the win over Charles Leclerc and uh, Sergio Perez. With the win, Red Bull set the most wins by a constructor in a season. Then on Sunday, November twenty sixth. That was the Abu Dhabi Grand Prix. That was the final one of the year. Max Verstappen completed Formula One's most dominant season with the win over in uh, Abu Dhabi over Charles Leclerc and and George Russell. The win was Verstappen's 19th out of 22 races. I have not seen a 19 out of 22 races in any line of any level of racing. And not even when I race go-karts. <laughs> I have not seen that many wins out of that many races. Yeah. That few races. That's um, crazy. Verstappen also led a record 1,003 laps. Man. To put that in perspective, most of the Grand Prix are about 55 to 70 laps. And he led 1,003 laps. <laughs> um, that, on the way to his third Formula One title. Yeah. Um, that's That's dominant. Domination. His teammate finished in second in... Actually clinched it two weeks later or two weeks earlier, <laughs> so even he was dominant and he only won once. <laughs> Unreal. So that team had twenty of the twenty-two wins. Right. Yeah. Wow. Time wow. to slow him down. There, there you go. Throw some tax out on the <laughs> on the on the speedway. All right. So what's next? Well, Thursday, December fourteenth through Saturday, December sixteenth, the Gateway Dirt Nationals, the Dome of America Center in St. Louis, Missouri. Local drivers. Lindsey Hansen, uh, the Millennial Farmer, Zach Johnson. He's got a yep. lot of YouTube followers. He does. Um, the Red-Headed Rebel, Scott Bintz. Um, uh, Wasota National Champion, two-time modified and uh, one-time late-model national champion, Tyler Peterson, will be uh, there as well as Joey Thomas. Along with several stars are racing uh, from every level, will make their way down to one of, the, one of racing's biggest indoor uh, events of the year. Late models and modifieds will be there all three nights. That'll be live on Flow Racing. All right. What is happening next week? Well, the result the results will be official, and the champions will be crowned with Checkers and Wreckers Championship of the World. It is that uh, time of year. Finally, finally got it. Fi- uh, finally got it completely figured out. <laughs> uh, be sure to check out this show wherever you buy your podcasts, and under the podcast tab on kfgo.com and the KFGO app. And also give it a share on your social media pages. Let's get the word out a little bit more Yes, here uh, that we're still trying to do everything we can to give you as much entertainment and racing coverage uh, for, you know, the whole entire year. Yes. And the cost is zero. Right. Absolutely free. All that, everything you just uh, mentioned, 
kfgo.com the kfgo app it's all free the new even if you want to uh if you uh, listen to all the podcasts they're all free and you want to check out the news there's no paywall there's no no subscription you just go in and you get it although we would like if you subscribed to the checkers and wreckers victory lap podcast that's right that would be wonderful so that uh, wraps it up for uh, this episode of checkers and wreckers victory lap we already mentioned where you can get everything so i won't bore you with that again and you can also listen to past uh you can past shows too we have a lot of interviews that we've done over the over the year now yeah year and a half now i think we've uh, since we started doing this so we have tons of interviews that you can go check out tons of results and lots of other shenanigans too yep absolutely so again thanks for joining us we'll see you next time on checkers and wreckers victory lap